But you've never heard anything like that, dude. Yeah, Colby, come on, dance a little bit. <laughs> you can feel that kind of deep down, huh? Can you feel it? Yeah. Colby's Colby's <laughs> jiving. <laughs> oh my god, let's start it off. Let's actually start it off though. Welcome to this week's episode of Midwest Flyways Podcast. You have me, your host, Joey Vassal. You have our other two hosts, Connor Olsen. You have Cal back from two weeks of being super busy. Thank Sorry, you for dude. being back, dude. Life, man. <laughs> Just then, busy, dude. Too busy. Too busy. Too busy, dude. Too busy to be on the podcast. Too busy. So we also have two guests here that are just rolling through the two most vagabondest vagabonds I've ever met in this past year. I don't yeah. know what that means. Colby Geese? <laughs> Colby Geis. That's what I thought. Geis. And then uh, Cole Peplinski. Oh. Peplinski. Thank you guys so much for being on. Mm. Appreciate it, Joey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's all <laughs> you got to say. Colby's only say. a three right now. <laughs> Write that down. He's only a three. So <laughs> anyway, what are you guys doing here right now? Right now, because we got Minnesota turkey season coming up. Well, I go to school in Nebraska. Colby goes to, or you don't go to school anymore. I might have spilled the beans on that one. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but, Colby um, got asked not to come back yeah, know, yeah. to school. And uh, it's all right, man. You know, just what happened? Can you tell us what happened quickly? The story of how you got kicked out? Um, basically, one night me, <laughs> me and Cole were out partying, you know. Oh, okay. That's and all right. Yeah, I like know, it. Just some stuff happened. <laughs> You got to hold the mic because we can't hear you, bro. Just trying no, to control me over here. Yeah, dead, dead, dead ass serious, though. I got it. All right, man. <laughs> All right, so you guys were all partying, and it got out of control. Yeah, I was trying to take care of Colby because he's always the irresponsible one, and you know what yeah. happened after that. Yeah. That might be backwards. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you got caught, Colby, and Cole got off. Yep, yeah. Cause he's kind of, I was just trying to get him home. He's kind of a charmer. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of charmed his he, way he, out of he, it. He can bullshit pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, they asked you and you just told them that. It fessed up instantly. Yeah. You know, just, you're just too honest. I'm, I'm just all about what's right and what's, what's wrong. Yeah. I get it, man. <laughs> just, you can't, you can't go home and live with yourself knowing that you were a liar and a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now you don't go to school there. anymore. I got it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always like looking at Cole's Snapchat and I'm like, where the fuck is this kid? No, Cole is all over like, the country what? at all times. It's mostly the central Mississippi flyway, yeah. whether it's shooting geese. Like, you will just, you'll leave Nebraska and be like, oh, okay, a nine hour road trip overnight to go shoot a feed and then come back. Yeah. yeah. You're literally insane. Dude. I like to drive around a little bit. I heard yeah. you bailed this weekend, though. On what? I thought, I heard you're supposed to be in like Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska with, uh, Joel Bo Jones and Wade. Joel didn't know I was in town. Oh, man. Joel didn't know I was in town. But, yeah, yeah I wish I could go out with those guys. I man. don't know we what had, he just said, if I'm being honest, with the accent. Yeah, that is really thick. Oh, my bad. Didn't know I was in town. Yeah, he didn't know I was in town. I didn't know he was in town. Yeah. Yeah, he was in town, bud. Man, we are never going to get another guest on this. Oh, yeah. No, they're all coming. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um... Cole and I met at Snow Goose Camp with Wade and Joel mm -hmm. last year. Did we ever come That's, out with a video with that? No. 
That's where Connor and I uh, met him too. No, we didn't. No. no, we didn't shoot anything, so it's hard to come out with a video. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but like we could have made a video of us like driving like, around. Yeah. It just I don't know. It would have been like twenty six hours long, True. and nobody would have watched. I it. think we've yeah. told this story on the podcast though of, of yeah. how you like weren't you wearing a shirt? Yeah, I woke up wearing Cole's shirt. Yeah, yeah. it was I a little weird. Honestly, after he rubbed my thigh, and that was. <laughs> I mean, first well, time I, th- I ever. I thought you were a dog. I thought you were a dog. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's surprising fair. that you like are still here, like hanging out. Cause like, if the, I mean, if it was me, like first experience, this guy, like in the middle of the night tries to sleep in my couch <laughs> with me. Cause it wasn't even a bed. Yeah. No. And then I think that's what drew me to it. Yeah. We'd have to be closer together. Yeah. 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 That that's makes right. sense. Kids are stud. That's kind of yeah. That's what sparked. Yeah. yeah. Sparked the love. Like I said, and he charmed Joey right into the couch with him. Just like he got out of, you know, getting kicked out of school. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then you and I have just stayed in contact. Then we hunted out in uh, North Dakota for early, goose early season geese. Didn't shoot a whole lot out there either. And then um, and then we shot a seven-man mallard limit with you in western Minnesota. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we filmed the video with that. If you haven't seen that, it's on our YouTube channel. It's just seven-man mallard limit in yep. western Minnesota. It's supposed seven to be a goose hunt. supposed to be a goose hunt. We just turned, crushed yeah. mallards, which yeah. I'm totally okay with. Yeah. That was fun. I'm totally okay with that. I've never been a big duck hunter, but this year definitely changed a lot of that. Good. Good. I know. Finally give it into Joey's shit. I know. I know. Well, what, I mean, what makes you, you did like, let me in on the couch, so. Yeah, that's true. No, what makes right. you like geese better? Uh, they're easier to shoot for me. Slower moving. That's literally it? <laughs> Are you dead ass? Really? <laughs> Dude, you said that so fast that I think no, you mean I, it. No, I mean, no, I 100% mean it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love movement, that. I mean, dude, just you know, be honest. You know, that's so that's so nice that you're just so upfront about that because people yeah. are like, well, dude, they're so much harder and blah blah blah, and they're just like so much more beautiful. They're not. They're not no. more beautiful, dude. No. They're not they're more beautiful. Huge. They're it, huge, yeah. and if you can't hit one within thirty <laughs> yards, you're fucking up. <laughs> you're fucking up. Yeah, I missed a, I missed a band last year at about fifteen, but oh man, we don't need to dive into that on the ground probably too, huh? It was a couple <laughs> feet off it, but it was pretty close. Yikes. Goodness. Should have hit it. Oof. No, and then here we have Colby Geis, and you're 19, right? Yep. Okay. So, um, (laughs) and you just won a big photo contest, didn't you? Yeah, the Tangle Free uh, 20 20 shots, I think it was. 20 shots? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How many people competed in that? Uh, I'm actually not sure. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even expect to win it, honestly. It was like five contestants. Yeah. Like five. <laughs> For the tango big. free deal. It was at least two. <laughs> oh, my God. Connor, did you enter into that? I did not even know it was a thing. I feel like you need to really <laughs> dive into Instagram. Congrats, Colby. I should probably. And start entering some photo contests. <laughs> yeah. Because should. you're a very good photographer, Connor. Thank you. And I'd like to see you become become more well-known outside of Midwest Flyways. You know? Okay. Because well. you're very good. And you're always out in the field working. I just don't know the people that you know. You mean like Tangle Free and yeah, Sitka sure. and, you know, all these <laughs> giant companies. Dude, Con- Connor's so uncomfortable right now because he's the opposite of Joey. Like, he's so humble that he's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> no, no, dude. Connor knows he's good. No, he he knows what Sitka diverges. He knows what Tangle Free shots is. There was a Gunner, gunner yeah, photo contest. I submitted a photo once to diverge. Is it not the best that Joey brought this up to, like, give props to Colby, but now we just instantaneously <laughs> switched it to well, give props to Connor? No, I'm pumped that Colby got it. I really am. Yeah, what, what was the photo of? Uh, it was of a solo. Okay, so this was on a good hunt, actually. This was back in uh, Nebraska. We were in uh, downtown Papillion. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, in the middle yeah. of the city. Like, I mean, we were, like, 300 yards from 
like apartment, apartment complexes man. and stuff. And yeah, but it was a it was a cold day. It was blizzarding. I don't, how many inches of snow did we get? Cold? Oh, I don't know. Probably eight. Yeah, eight like it nine. was it was snowing pretty hard. But we got out there, and nothing wasn't flying for like, I mean, like the first hour of the morning. So we went and sat in the trucks, warmed up a bit. Weren't the trucks like 15 feet behind yeah, us? Yeah, they were like... 15 feet behind us, yeah. tree line. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But yeah, That's it was sweet. just a crazy day. Um, shot a 10-man in probably like 40 minutes. Yeah, it maybe. was like four flocks. We shot a 10-man, 50 we, we wiped, we wiped, we wiped Like what, 22, 24 out of one flock? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Did you guys shoot a couple bands out of there too? No, not no. that hunt. Not that hunt? No. No. But yeah, that was a crazy day. That's crazy, man. That's pretty cool. Did you like know you were a camera boy that day, or were you out there to shoot? Uh, I was out there to shoot to shoot actually, but uh, I just like happened. To, it was just like the perfect moment. The fo- the flock was just like in slow motion. I picked up my camera and I was just like, "Yeah, this is the shot." <laughs> Very cool. That's sick, dude. When well, you're you're 19. Yep. yep. And you were going to college for what? Uh, I was going to for marketing, um, and then hated it. Hate it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just school, you know. And during the, and especially during this time, like it just like mm. learning online is just not mm. for me. I don't know. I'm like a visual learner. I need someone in front of me, like telling me, like and talking to me, so I can ask like questions. Yeah, like, it's just to, like not really personal when you're. If online. I had to do college in a year like this, I'd just be like, nope, gap year. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting until I can go back to school. Yeah, I mean, I could I could pick up anytime, like go back to college. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have two years done, but I don't know. Different well, college though, right? Uh maybe <laughs> well um i don't know i i think because uh, you you were asking me earlier on in the year you're like man i really just want to quit college like what do i do i really just want to like be a photographer and videographer or whatever because you were running with cole all of season like mm. you and cole i don't understand how you guys survived without money because <laughs> you guys were constantly hunting for like five months slept in the trucks we, quite a bit we were eating on the road we were just yeah. like eating what we had killed like yeah. <laughs> just grilling up when you guys were killing it was fun yeah, yeah. you guys were killing yeah. it was fun to watch and i was jealous but mm-hmm. i mean you were yeah. you're in minnesota one day i was like oh why didn't you hit me up he was like oh we're already gone yeah. i was like okay <laughs> and we're in south dakota this day and we're in north dakota again and oh actually we're in nebraska oh we're in missouri today it's like oh my god you guys well, are just running all just, over the country. It, we're just so spontaneous. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's that's just like, the nice it's thing like, about like COVID because I'm still in school right now at the University of Nebraska. But with COVID, everything's online. So for the past first and pretty much this whole second semester, I've been out of town hunting and taking all the breaks I want because doing mm. school online is honestly one of the easiest things that I've yeah. ever done in my entire life. So <laughs> you had a test. I'm taking advantage of it. Didn't you have you know? a test the day that we left from that mallard hunt? <laughs> yeah, my mom oh, might dude. be pissed about me for this one, but <laughs> like I had an exam that we, we on that really good mallard feed that we had. Um, I had an exam on that Sunday, and I literally did not do anything for the class. Like I was doing all the homework and stuff, but I wasn't studying, and I didn't have all the software that I needed downloaded for this like Excel class. <laughs> I remember that the day <laughs> oh, yeah. like the night before this. the exam, and so I'm like scrambling, like freaking out, and then. Luckily, Connor helped me out and get all that stuff done because you work at Apple or <laughs> something like that and helped me out and do that. And uh, I went out the next morning. I was going to, I woke up a little bit early to study, but then I went out the next morning to hunt with these guys for a little while. But I don't know, went back in and took the exam and got an A on it. So, oh, did you? Yeah. I was, I was wondering. Why would she be pissed then? Uh, probably because of the procrastination. Can't habits. be mad, Ma. No, yeah. If you get an A, results, 
Nah, yeah, I can't believe you got it. an A. I don't You left the field at like 11 I. o'clock. Yeah, Dude, I, I love was, it. Like every time I see your snaps in class, you're like 4.0 season. Are yeah. you a 4.0 kid for real? Oh, God, no. Well, for like last semester, yeah. Other than the semester before, yeah. But I'm not like online school helps quite a bit with 4.0s. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, it seems like if you're a 4.0, 4.0, you sound, you're probably like a serious student. Oh yeah, four no, yeah. season, dude. I yeah, I have a pretty high GPA, which is nice, higher than both that. my sisters. So, so that's all that matters. Oh, yeah, so my mom can't be too mad at me. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense, man. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, where was you guys' favorite place you hunted last year? Let me ask you that. Gosh, I'd probably say North Dakota. We had yeah, some. We definitely had like some of our best memories there for like last season. And hunting, I mean, hunting those like grass fields, wheat, oats, yeah. alfalfa, all that stuff early season, and then. We ended up having to hunt it through, like, late October, too, because nothing was harvested. Where we were, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, corn or beans around, so a lot of it was still those grass yeah. fields, which is one of my favorites, and we beat, them, we beat them up really good, like, way western North Dakota. And there were, I mean, with Canada being closed this year, it was hard kind of getting away from all the pressure, especially early, early goose season. We saw a lot of people around us were in a place that we've really never seen a whole lot of people, so getting away from that pressure and getting out in kind of some of those hills was was probably one of the cooler places I've been to this year. Speaking about pressure, I mean, remember that one field that... Oh, yeah. That we... It, we we slept in the truck. Yeah, there was yeah. like 20 trucks around this field when we first found it, and then it was unposted, and so we went and got dinner, and then we came back, and we, I mean, we slept yeah. in the field. Colby and I flipped on the laptop on a movie <laughs> right in front of us and fell asleep, and at like 3.30 until like 5.30 in the morning, there were probably like... 15 different trucks that pulled up trying to get into the field, but we <laughs> yeah. were already there. Yeah. So that was a good one. Then we banged out like 60, 70 birds, yeah. mallard, speck, and snow hunt. So that was that's awesome. That was super cool. Yeah. Nice. And when you guys go, is it just the two of you or do you get groups together or what? We, it's mainly me and him. Like we're yeah. like consistent, but like, and then like we hunt with like Lane Rutten and Trenton Axel quite a bit. Those are two guys. Falls. Those are two guys from feet down. Yeah. They guide for Connor at feet down. So we hunt with those guys quite a bit, but those are kind of the main guys. Then some of our buddies out in uh, North Dakota that are uh, town boys, um, they're locals, and we got together with them for early goose season and regular season this year, and they know how to kill a lot of birds. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm well, glad guys, that we met those guys. It was fun watching your story on that. Like, you guys were just piss-pounding ducks. Yeah. You, you were getting pissed. You're like, where the fuck are the geese? I, I know. I was, I was, I was pissed off. You guys were just, like, one-handing mallards. I know. Yeah, like, that oh was. Oh, my God. We we got there right at that first push of the mallards and it was it was pretty crazy. We shot out of a it was a pea field pea field that my dad's buddy oh, had yeah, gotten yeah, permission yeah. on yeah. for a full week. We shot our whatever seven man of green only two days in a row yeah. on the same field and one day it was just a sunny day like dry out and then the next day it was just blizzarding yeah like five inches of snow. It was sick though. Yeah, that was a good hunt. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. How many miles do you think you went? Oh, that's God. a really good question actually. I. A lot. So I got my truck at like 50, 50, 55,000 miles, and I got it about four years ago, I think. And now I'm at 190. So I Oof. put 140,000 on in like four years, about. This this wow. year, I definitely put on, I'd say probably, oh gosh, I don't even know. It's got to be like 40,000 miles. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, probably. Because, yeah. yeah, I went down to Arkansas and put like 10,000 on down there alone, just driving down there. So, yeah, God. Yeah, I mean, because, like, well, that's that's not that cr- I mean, it's I mean, a lot, but, like, I mean, Joey, you and I both drive, like, 35000 a year. I drive forty six on average. Yeah, that's... Yeah, 
Yikes. And my truck always breaks down every single time. <laughs> That's true. It sucks. That's true. And my trailer well, broke, my trailer broke down. Oh, here we go. Yeah, let's start the Ford Chevy bullshit. But what do you drive? Is it a Ford or is it a Chevy? I drive a Ford. Oh, Joy. okay. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Hmm. Ford's a good truck, man. Yeah, it is. I, I drive like, a Ram, but, I feel like you know. breaking down on hunting trips. <laughs> yeah, that's, Dude, always, yeah. that's always a bit of a buzz kill. Yeah. What, what, Colby? I drive a Chevy, too, so. There you go. But Does like your Ford. truck ever break down? Uh, no, it hasn't yet. He's about you to say have a sometimes. Ford or a Chevy? I have a Chevy, but I like Ford. Like, my family's there all full about Ford, but, like, <laughs> I, dr- I got a Chevy. I mean, so, <laughs> moral of the story is Chevys don't break down. <laughs> it hasn't broke down yet. How many miles does it have a night? Uh, 105. There you go. Yep. There you go. Dude, I will say, I mean, I've had I've had a Ford, two Chevys, and now a Ram. Man, I uh I spun out going about forty on the highway, did a like a three sixty, slammed my O one Chevy straight into a guardrail, tore that shit up, put it in four low, drove home. Drove it like that for like <laughs> drove it like that with no problems for like months till I sold it. And wow. it had no problems. I don't know. I mean, Chevys have been super reliable. My Ford was also really reliable. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. I, I don't really so, give a shit. Don't have a long. <laughs> enough, I don't have a long enough uh, like lifetime with my Ram yet. But I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah. So far. Or so don't. Man. Or don't. Whatever, man. You'll know either way. <laughs> You're gonna be the one coming to pick my ass up if it breaks down. True. True. I do owe you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Joey owes me. I can tell that story real quick. So uh, <laughs> I was like, are you going to tell? It's, a, it's a 1 a.m. This is when Cal and I were living together in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. A little ghetto. A little ghetto. And, oh, Robbinsdale's uh, up and coming, bud. Don't talk about it. Okay. Well, yeah. not a good school district. <laughs> let's just say that. Armstrong it's pretty Cooper. Close. It's close to some bad or worse areas. So anyway, I'm driving and I didn't pay a parking ticket or something. For like and two I get, years. I, I got pulled over and this gal's like, hey, your license is suspended. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like... Yeah, you can't be driving. And I was like, I'm literally three blocks from my house. She's like, well, you're going to need someone to come pick you up. I'm going to wait here. But you're getting a ticket for driving with a suspended license. I'm like, oh, my God. So I call Cal in the middle of the night on a work night. He's like, fine, I'll come grab you. So him and his girlfriend, <laughs> him and his girlfriend at the time, now wife, came and picked up me and my truck yep. and brought me home and then brought me to, um, didn't you drive me to yeah. the, not the DMV, but like, the where I had to pay yeah, that the ticket, court, I think. the courthouse, and he picked me up and drove me uh, the next morning to Brooklyn Park. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No. I mean, so anyway, Joey. So I owe Cal. It's that so I owe long. Cal. That long that it's been, and you still owe him. I haven't he's called that pick me up favor in yet. He hasn't. He hasn't cashed that one in. No, he hasn't. Now, does it have a time limit? Yes. <laughs> it <laughs> What's does. The time limit? Yeah. That's nine crazy. Year, nine years. Man, I just thought you'd come get me because I was your friend. Not, not well, I, mean, I wasn't I would. thinking because you owed me necessarily. I would, but if but I'm like three hours away, I'm like, bud. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Call Matt Wallen or something, you know? Yeah, Matt will love a good road trip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's like his thing, though. I got He'd my log like, at you. I'm coming to pick you up, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good road trip, man. So, Colby, now that you have successfully quit school, you are now moving to Wyoming, correct? Um, I mean, that's still in the works right now. I'm kind of thinking about staying back because I got it. I got an offer from uh, another media company back really? in Omaha that does like commercial and like small business work, just like oh. local businesses and stuff. So I might work with them. I don't know yet, but I did get it. I do have a, I did get the job for the Wyoming West Bank Anglers. West Bank Anglers? Okay. Yeah. 
in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Cool. So, yeah. Dude, that sounds sick. And what does the job entail? Uh, so I'd be working in like the store a little bit, but then like I'd be doing like film and photography work, like when they go out and guide and stuff. So gotcha. yeah. that's super cool. Hell yeah, dude. Congrats. That's sick. And you offered to let me stay there whenever, right? Yeah. In a, in a giant mansion. <laughs> if, if, if you want to, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I want. Yeah. I want bad, it's, dude. It's, it's pretty dope. Hey, Joey, do you want to come stay in like a five, six million dollar mansion that we have to ourselves and then go fly fishing every day? Um, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> so let's so do we'll, it. We'll, we'll make it happen if, once and I if, get there. And if you don't let me come, I'm going to put you the boo box. In the fucking boo box, dude. I'm going to put you in the boo box if you don't let me come. <laughs> so you're going to take the job in Wyoming. He's like, what is the so boo box? So you're gonna, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this. So you're going to let me, you're not going to take Colby's the job. like, what is the boo box, dude? So you're not going to take the job in Omaha. And you're going to take the job in Wyoming. And if you don't, dude. The boo box. You're going to go in the fucking boo box. Colby's nervous now. You have no idea what the boo box is? He's looking at you like a deer in the headlights. He has no freaking <laughs> clue what the boo box is. You just never know with Joey. That's like the scary part. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. It, I it, might I might cuddle up next to you when you're sleeping. You never know. It Oof. could be very sinister. I don't know. Like Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Crip keeper, dude. dude that's so weird with the headphones on. <laughs> no. Anyway. So you're really diving into the whole media yeah. deal, videography, photography, photography, photography. Yeah, I just like fell in love with the whole aspect of all that. So I wouldn't like be happy with myself if like I didn't what, chase it. What made you dive into that though? Like, was there something that you saw like on YouTube or um, like? So like when we started Midwest Flyways, one of the things is like we wanted to do the same quality as the Doctor Duck video from yeah. Sitka. Yeah, that was like we want to have that quality because that video from ben potter was unreal that one you know that's one of my top yeah so like is there is there like a video like that where you're like damn i want to do that so bad um i don't have a particular one in mind it's just i picked up my camera i don't know five years ago and i just started taking photos i didn't think much of it at first and then i got that one shot you know you just get that one shot and it just made me fall in love and i was just like i just want to keep doing this yeah you know Freezing a moment like that and just keeping it is just being able to look at it again, reminisce on like that moment that was just so awesome. Yeah. So, you know, capturing certain moments from Hans so you can watch them for or look at them forever. Yep, exactly. That's dope. I mean, that's Connor's deal too, right? Yeah. I remember my one photo. It was in Tennessee. It was at, uh, it wasn't, you know, it's not for uh, hunting, but it was for just kind of like the outdoors. It was a, um, at the Smoky Mountains, I took a picture of a cabin with the Smoky Mountains in the background, and uh, yeah. At that moment, you were like, I, yeah, "When I went back, I edited it and looked at it. I was like, wow, I can do that. That looks like a freaking poster.' Yeah. So yeah, and I was like, I'm, I'm in. And then I dropped that camera in the water. What camera was that? <laughs> 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 what camera was that, dude? Seven D Mark II. Oh man, yeah. that hurts. I was trying to do night photography on my dock in my cabin. I saw us back from the trip and everything. This is right before Midwest Flyways too, wasn't it? I definitely was before, but it, you know, it's. Uh, I think I was junior in college at the time, so it was two, three years before. But yeah, I I was pointing that at the sky to try and get some pictures of stars and see if I could get that like the turning or whatever if you have it open long enough for long exposure and and uh, 
dog jumped on the dock and it fell off. Oh, and no. Yeah, the tripod. So on my $1,600 lens and my $900 camera went in the water. And Damn. Yep. Now, did you I, have an aneurysm when that happened? I just about cried. Like, <laughs> I can't cool. imagine. Oh, yeah. It would be right? devastating. Like, it was because I, I was new to all everything, yeah. photography and everything like that. So, like, this was all of the gear that I had. A cheap tri- tripod and the the body and the lens. And that happened, and I'm like, oh. She gone. Damn, dude, that sucks. That's a really good segue into our next segment here. Um, <laughs> Colby and Cole... <laughs> Are two people that I've noticed like hunting with, they really don't wear a specific brand <laughs> of anything, or they don't use a specific brand of anything. And that brings us into our next segment here. Have you guys ever heard of Camo Retro? Yes. How you, you turned me on? You turned d- me onto that. Of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. Camo Retro is sick as hell, and they're actually sponsoring our podcast. And they, um, you can go on their website and if you like, say you have like some of your dad's old hunting clothing that doesn't fit you and whatever, he's not hunting anymore. He's 85 years old. And you're like, you know what? I want to make some extra cash. You can mm-hmm. go on camo retro and sell it. It's like Facebook marketplace for vintage or modern hunting gear. So say you want to sell your Sitka crap <laughs> and you can go on there and you can sell Sitka on there, or you can buy like old school vintage camo and it is dope, dude. It's kind of, here's the best part about it to me, right? Like you're accountable. Because there's somebody else that's like managing it. So like the seller, right? Like you, when you ship your stuff off, you don't get paid until the other person receives this stuff. And that's like been a huge problem. I mean, I see it all the time on like the Sitka gear trader pages and stuff where people are like, beware of this guy or, you know, this dude scammed me. Call trader pages where it's like, Hey, this guy didn't send my call and I paid him. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. Yeah, but I like Camo Retro best because uh, you can get some real dope old school shit on there. Yeah, they sell new too, but yeah, which definitely cool. Yeah, they sell new to uh, new stuff as well. But I mean, I've seen you wear some ratty shit, Cole. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I, lo- I love I love, love my, that. I love my flannel, the one flannel, yeah, and my pants. The one. It's I the won't one. Get, I won't get rid of something until I literally can't wear it anymore. Like my pants from last year. How many times did I He's bring emotionally up your pants? Yeah, I know. Well, I I was. And then Joey, <laughs> Joey kept telling me to throw them away because they weren't good. I mean, they were serving a purpose. Well, so. dude, it looked like they were living up in an attic for thirty eight years, and m- several thousand mice made it their home. There was holes all up in there. You should have put mothballs in them while you were wearing them. They looked bad. <laughs> they looked bad, dude. So, I but if you want to find pants like that, go on CameraRetro.com. <laughs> there you go. Not not mothballed ridden but yeah yeah i don't even know how to respond to that quite frankly <laughs> the look you know like the camera retro ones would be like they were up there for 38 years but they were vacuum sealed like i just yep. bought a hat from 1984 still has the tags on it it's like an oh old so it's actually from like 1984 yeah yeah, yeah. no the hat's oh. from 1984 it's not like, fa- it's not like oh, new shit that they recycled yeah. you know or like made a new you know new stuff in an old pattern no it's like legitimately from like oh no it's like okay. filson from 1968 yeah and like uh mossy oak bottomland turkey stuff from the 80s when like it actually old that's school what we gotta do for turkey hunting. old school stuff dude it looks so cool oh. it's badass so if you guys get a chance check it out yeah i literally remember when we were hunting with with you cole and i was like dude why do you wear that ratty old thing and you were like you ever see them guys that just really grind <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, they don't wear any of that new shit. <laughs> True that. I, I, I love my flannel. My tan flannel with a big hole in the elbow. 
I love it. <laughs> Dude, Colby's laughing his ass off. Oh, He's I like, know. oh, that ratty ass flannel. No, man, I love it. I was going to ask you guys, how did you guys meet? Ooh, Instagram, I think. That uh, was before no, last no, no, early no. goose season. We, we always knew each other through Instagram. Yeah. But do you know when we actually met? Oh, shit. Yeah. Grinder or what? <laughs> Cole. You guys meet on Grinder? Are you serious, Cole? Yeah. No, I no, I know when we met. I, I, yeah, it was like a kind of an embarrassing no. Yeah, that was a bad one. Really? You're talking about the pool party? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear about the pool party. All right. Uh, well, well, we got to hear about the pool party now. Yeah. Okay. Colby, um, go ahead. I don't know much about what happened before, so you got to explain <laughs> what happened before because... We were, I mean, we were just... Because before I showed up. Oh, at Butchie's? Yeah. So, <clears throat> me and Butchie were riding horses. We were, we were pretty drunk in the morning. We had mimosas. <laughs> At like hundred bucks at that morning, but uh, anyways, uh, we were gonna. I mean, we were gonna party. It was a Sunday. We had, I had to go drive three hours out to the ranch the next day, but we just wanted to. It was a nice day out in the summer. Wanted to get a little drunk, so we tuned up. Yeah, yeah. So we, so you know, we started drinking a little bit, and then we invited some some guys over and some girls over, and uh, me and Butchie saddled up the horses and picked up the two girls on the horses and took them for a little scenic ride. Um, then we decided to have a pool party and I don't remember much after that. Colby, that's when I met Colby. I don't really remember it literally, but (laughs) I just showed up and this dude is just chilling in the pool, just like laying back, like closing his eyes. Yeah. I was accepting defeat that time. He was not doing well. No, we can just say that. (laughs) So did you guys get along well right away then? I I, I don't think he remembers meeting me, but I babysat him. That was the first time I've ever met him. He he seen me and he came running to me actually. And he was like, are you Colby? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, dude, I'm so happy to meet you. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. Super cute. He just grabbed me. He grabbed me so weirdly. And then we sat down and then he just like leaned on my shoulder and <laughs> this just sounds. And he like fell I mean, asleep. This, I don't and think he was this like, is "What happened? No, this is actually what happened." <laughs> I mean, it's 2021, so <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. But yeah, it was pretty funny. But oh the first God. time we like actually met was when early goose season this year, when you came up to film for us. Yeah, that's when we actually like got close. Like we were spent like two and a half, three weeks straight with each other. Good lord. And then we went back for a few days, and I think we went back to North Dakota after that again. No, it was like North Dakota. Or North, yeah. For like, I don't even know how long. We spent a lot of time together this year. Yeah. On the road. And it'd be like, we'd get home, and then the next day, I remember one time we got home from Minnesota, and he's like, dude, we should go back up. And I was like, okay. Next morning, we were gone. <laughs> yeah. I always got to be on the road traveling. That's that's why we're kind of part of why we're back. I texted Colby on Monday. I'm like... Dude, we got to get out of Lincoln. We got to go somewhere. Yeah, I woke up, and the first thing I see on my phone is, dude, let's go. Let's go Let's go to Minnesota. And I was like, eh, I mean, I don't got nothing else to do. <laughs> so what do you guys do for work? Or yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been selling a lot of photos, actually, like uh, some oh. prints. Um, Where? Just through social media. People oh, just cool. DM me and want some pictures, I guess. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I do that. And then I do, like, some uh, real estate stuff. Little real estate side photography stuff. Um, well, for like open houses and yeah, just little small things. But well, why don't you uh, plug your Instagram real quick so people can take a look at your stuff um, and see if they want to buy a print for themselves? Uh, it's at just Colby. kidding, just kidding. Oh wow, 
No, go for it. No, no, go for it. At Colby.Geis, C-O-L-B-I dot G-E-I-S. Hit it up. And Cole, what's yours? One of your five. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got two, but my outdoors one's at C-D-P Outdoors. And I just tagged him in our Instagram story, so. Yep. So what photo was the one, Colby, what photo is the one that won? The Tango Free? Yeah. The so- the one of the goose with yep. the white in the background? Yep. Okay. Posted on December 30th? Yep. Nice. <laughs> Colby um, Colby actually took a couple of pictures of me this year when I was hunting with them for early goose up in Little Falls. Konnichiwa. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the most iconic photos of my of my stuff. <laughs> he took a picture of me just being dumb, holding my gun, and I uh, just like did like the little Asian girl. He was like, Konnichiwa. <laughs> You know, wearing a Hello Kitty backpack and all that stuff. So, and I just, I don't know. Joey, you're on this Instagram a, a couple times. I know. I know, dude. Colby, you're a big, big Joey guy, huh? We're good buds, man. Yeah. We're good buds. And he's really good friends with Simon Carlson, who was supposed to be here tonight, but he's feeling pretty sick. Yeah. He actually might have COVID. So. Oh, gosh. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, he's not able to come here tonight. I, I invited him to come, and he woke up. He's like, dude, I've been sleeping for 15 hours. I just saw your text. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I can't come tonight. <laughs> he told me he was going to get like tested or something for strep, actually, not COVID. He he's getting tested for everything. He had COVID back in November. Oh. So he doesn't know for sure. Last time he had COVID, he got knocked on his ass. So I mean, it's not the same as what he said, but you never know. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. But anyway, no, I've had a lot of fun uh hanging out with you guys this past year and hunting and thank you for the invites and Good time. Of you course. Know. It's been a good time. We'll keep them rolling. Colby, are you going to be filming again for CDP Outdoors? What, what was the name of that uh, that company you guys like half-assed started? Migrator Mafia? Yep. Yep. Yeah? Is that still <laughs> going or what? I mean, it's kind of like a thing. Um, so I feel like it's just more of like whenever we can meet up, I think now. Because like, I don't know if we can ever just like permanently do something because... No one wants to commit fully. We'll, mm. we'll be posting a turkey video this year for them. Yeah. We'll put it on Migrator Mafia. It'll yeah, be good, you're, too. You're a big turkey guy, and that's Connor's alley. That's so not yeah. my alley. But cold last year traveled. How many turkeys did you kill last year? I think we shot, like, 26 altogether. Nice. Pretty good. And they reap. It, and that was just, just yours? No, no, no. Not just me. Oh, with other me people? and other guys, yeah. Nice. You were guiding, right? Mm, a little bit, yeah. I was guiding for a little bit. Down in uh, Nebraska, but Minnesota you can't guide. So this year you can. Yeah, that's why I saw. I looked it up today, and my buddy's called DNR. So oh, that's weird. What? That, I didn't know that you couldn't guide. I, yeah, I why couldn't never, you guide last year? Never looked for one, but I, I just didn't know that. Why it's, couldn't you guide in Minnesota last year? I, it's always been a thing in Minnesota. Really? And, and I looked this year, and I was surprised not to see it because my buddy Riley, um, he had told. <laughs> Riley Anderson from Brainerd. I don't know if you guys know him. Nope. No. Um, but he had told me that he was guiding this year, like today. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know you could guide in Minnesota the last few years. I know you haven't been able to. And he had called the DNR and had talked to those guys, and apparently it's it's fine this year. So That's so weird. I, don't know. I wonder what would, like, out of nowhere be like, you know what? Let's allow him to guide this year. <laughs> well, I, don't like, I, don't even, I don't understand why it kind of wasn't allowed right Yeah, right. I, I don't right. get that. Because that was, like, pretty much the only thing you couldn't guide for. In Minnesota. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we're the state of laws and taxes. Yeah. So it honestly doesn't surprise me whatsoever. No, oh, oh, you want to do something? Nope. 
No, I think we'll just make it so that you can't do what you want to do here. Oh, no, you can do it, man. You just got to buy a permit to start thinking about it, and then you got to per- buy a permit to plan it. And then there's a permit if you want to actually do it. And but then you need those prior two permits. Well, yeah, you got to have the permit to think about it, then the permit to plan it, and then you can get the permit to do it. Mm. Makes, yeah. Sense. Yeah. makes sense. So it's fine after that. <coughs> Apparently not. With Fuck. Dude, ridiculous. I've never, I've never been turkey hunting, and I want to go. It's so fun. You should come with us this year. I will go, dude. dude. Let's do it. Yeah, let me know, man. I want to go so bad, but let's I have no idea what I'm doing, so I got to have somebody that, like knows let's what do they're it. doing so I can see it. We'll go. Minnesota. Heck yeah, dude. Dude, all you got to do is... <laughs> that was good. Just like That's that. actually pretty good, actually. Just like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I'm already a master turkey yeah. guy, dude. I haven't even shot accident. one yet. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been able to do that sound for a long time. Yeah. But now have we known that's one of my strengths, mimicking. Yeah, mimicking is a really good strength of yours. I can sound like Colby in eight seconds here. Do it. Yeah. I actually want to hear it. Hold on, let's hear Colby first. Say a sentence. Be like, Joey can't sound like me. I don't, I don't even need it, actually. Yeah, here's go ahead. A, here's then. the thing. Hi, guys. My name's Colby, <laughs> guys. I'm 12 years old, and I want to be a photographer. <laughs> is that not it? I don't know. Joey, stop talking. <laughs> let, him, let, him, let, him, let him do his impression. Of say, Joey? Say, no, say, no, the, no, say the same thing. Mimic it. I'm not doing it. Try to sound like Joey. Never mind. Just you sound right. like Joey. Yeah, sound like Joey. Oh, man. <laughs> close, <know>. close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be friends with Joey. That's a, that's a good call. That's a good it's call. It's a bad move. Oh. He'll bad push move. you right to the edge, bud. <laughs> I will push the envelope. Yeah, he'll push you right to the edge. Now he grabbed your leg. It's bad, dude. I'm it's sorry. all bad. No, I'm done trashing Colby on this podcast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Legitimately, though, where are you guys going this year, and what are you most excited about? For turkeys or for just waterfowl? Period. Just anything, man. Yeah, I mean, you can start with turkey if you want, but like, I want to hear for sure about waterfowl. Okay. Uh, well, for turkeys, we're starting off. We go to Nebraska in like seven days. No, it's eight days, but pretty much a week now. And uh, going out west for archery, turkey, turkey. And then we go up to South Dakota and hunt with the Brockhouse brothers out in uh, western South Dakota. Two guys that I guess Colby hasn't met them yet, but I met them this year. Great guys. They kill monster muleys and big white tails and a lot of turkeys. So we're excited to kind of team up with those guys this year. But then after South Dakota, we go back to Nebraska. And then we go over to Missouri. And then we go up to Minnesota. So that's for turkey season. I don't know. We might hit Kansas. We haven't really decided I think, yet. No, I think we're hitting Kansas because yeah. Danny already – Got his tags yeah. for that. So. so we might hit Kansas, too, in the yeah. mix. But uh, waterfowl, I mean, obviously, we're going to go Minnesota, North Dakota again. Early maybe. season. Yeah. Then hopefully South Dakota if we draw, Yeah, um, which I haven't put in for it before, so I don't really know how it works. You got to do it in a group. Let's put in in the same group because I'm having a hard time finding eight guys. I, well, I was talking to Joel about it, too, mm-hmm. yeah. so we can try to do that for next year then. Obviously, Nebraska, um, and then – I don't know if you were talking to guys about Kansas and Texas and all that stuff, but um, one of our buddies, Connor Nelson, wants us to go to Nevada. Yeah. So that would be – I think that would probably be kind of the coolest place. That would be cool. That would be probably the coolest Dude, place that we go what next year. do they do to hunt in Nevada? Like, is it – what's it's the scenario? A lot, of, a lot of the stuff that he shoots is ducks, and he shoots yeah. a lot yep. of bands. Yeah, he shoots a lot of bands. There's, like, a Shit refuge load. real close. That. I think yeah. a lot of well, there's a lot of nearby, but. there's a lot of wood duck tarsal bands there. Yeah. He shot like was it t- a lot? They like five, shot ten in one them. day, like in like yeah. oh wood duck gosh. tarsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's yep. it's insane. Well, it's technically a part of the Pacific Flyway, isn't it? I are they so. are they hunting like lakes? It's like marshes, like yeah. little small marshes. Sometimes they hunt like big water, but like that's pretty rare. And I've seen video like Chad Belding from um, Fowl Life is from Nevada, and so yeah. they hit like I don't know. They shoot cornfields there, and it's like few and far between the cornfields. If it's near water, the birds are going to eat out of that corn, so they just absolutely mess them up. Mm-hmm. So. Cattle tank. I think it's northern Nevada, isn't it? Yeah, it like must northwest. Be. Yeah, yeah. Connor knows what he's doing. Connor Nelson. Nelson. Mm. Yeah, the the birds seem to switch up a lot on him. Like he's constantly on the road just scouting. That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of like um, cattle ponds and stuff out there oh, too. Yeah. And if there's water in that flyway in the in that desert, you're gonna kill ducks because mm-hmm. there's this guy. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast too. But uh, my sister used to live in Arizona. And there's not a whole lot of water in Arizona. However, there's a lot of ducks in Arizona. And almost all the water there is public. And so I think there's like four major waterways in Arizona. And so if you can get there before anyone else, you're going to crush them. Yeah. And they shoot a lot of those tarsal-banded woodies. They fly over from Nevada. It's not that far of a fly for them, apparently. So. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. And so there was a guy who moved from Minnesota to Nevada when he retired. Or, I'm sorry, Arizona when he retired. And he was constantly posting on Minnesota waterfowlers the Facebook page and he's like, check out this banded cinnamon teal, check out this banded wood duck. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? So then I got into a bunch of discussions about him. I was like, my sister lives in Phoenix. If I ever come down there, can I hunt with you? And he's like, absolutely. So that's how I know about the banded yeah. woodies and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. That's kind of crazy, man. Yeah. I you know, it's it's so interesting, like all the different places have such a different thing. It's but. all just where you're at yeah pretty much for bands for the most part i guess yeah i mean not only bands too but just like the different birds oh like yeah. a cinnamon teal yeah that would be sweet it'd be so cool so cool dude mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of pretty you know yeah i mean they're I, they're, they're okay right. just, you're into that kind of shit i mean i don't yeah. like i don't like shooting teal but you shoot a cinnamon teal though oh yeah i might shoot at it yeah that <laughs> yeah kind of, <laughs> that kind of goes back to the shooting geese yeah nice and slow, so. <laughs> well I'd, shoot, I'd shoot towards it yeah I don't know if I did it, though. He'd probably miss. Yeah, that's what I just said. Really? Mm, We got a little bit of tension here on the (laughs) podcast. Mm. All right, so let me ask you this then. So, obviously, you guys travel all over. It kind of seems like, though, you travel to, like, the same places. Yeah, for the most. I mean, we hunt North Dakota pretty hard. Um, Obviously, they have the two-week restriction um, during regular season, so we we can only go for two weeks. Um, But, like, early goose season, we can go as much as we want. Um, but yeah, we hit North Dakota hard. We hit Nebraska pretty, pretty decent this year, but we didn't see much of a migration, at least where we were at. Um, and it was just kind of tough getting on birds and getting on fields with the, the way the weather was down there. It was always warm. So we weren't able to get them in the mornings and at night, I mean, they'd feed five minutes before shooting light ended. So it was tough. One thing about Eastern Nebraska specifically, like it's impossible to get permission. I swear. It's hard. Yeah. It's it's difficult. You got to go west. You got to go west. I struck out on like 18 properties in like two weeks. Didn't get permission. All of them just jacked with birds. No permission. Mm. It's just so frustrating. It's a good thing you know Jay Laub. Yeah. Jay. Old Jay. Jay. Old Jay. <laughs> Jay's always down to go on a hunt. Jay's just one of like the best. us. He'd come with yeah. us wherever. Yeah. So, Colby, you guys. You're Cole and Colby, you guys just showed up to my office today and we hung out for like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colby goes, 
yeah, I got a call with Trevor Austin later today and whatever, <laughs> you know, about possibly getting on pro staff or whatever. Um, I don't know if I should call him. I was like, well, Trevor Austin and I are really good friends. Should I call him right now? He's like, well, I, I don't know. And so I just called him and whatever. Did you end up getting on pro staff today or what? Yeah, he actually called me back uh, like two hours later after that. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, he was pretty busy. He was still mm-hmm. t- tuning calls and whatever. But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm on the staff. I got to work some things out with Havoc. Ooh, there so we go. if you want to get on a pro staff, we got to go to Joey's <laughs> office. <laughs> And make him call <laughs> some people. No, but. I, um, no, but, um, so what are you going to be doing over there for Pacific? Um, I think I'm just going to be making content just, just like everybody else on the staff. I'm pretty sure, but, um, giving them photos. Yeah. Giving them photos, uh, doing some calls. brand work. Yeah. Stuff like that. So well, and you've actually become a pretty damn good goose caller here in the last year. Yeah. Thanks to you, Joey. No, no, no. Okay. Here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. I gave you the tools to use, and then you practiced your ass off, obviously. It was like four months straight, just every day, like four hours a day. I'd just be sitting in my garage just calling. Mm -hmm. And you'd send me a Snapchat video every once in a while. I can't get this. What the fuck am I doing wrong? And I'd send you a Snapchat video back, and then two weeks later, you'd be like, dude, I think I got it. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's essentially what you need to do, dude. Yeah, sometimes it was just like you'd just tell me, and I'd be like, I don't know, like (laughs) two hours later, I'd be like, I got it. Like It was just... It's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of things in that. Like, it's a lot of simple things you just don't think about. Like, mm-hmm. it's just easy to get carried away with. I got to help Cole soon. <laughs> That's what we were talking about today. Cole, Cole. I've never practiced duck calling a day in my life. It makes a difference. Unless you're in North Dakota. <laughs> Mainly what I hunt, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Colby, for all these guys listening to the podcast, a lot of them are trying to get better at duck and goose calling. Um what do you think was the big thing that took you to the next level of becoming a better goose caller? Like out of all the practice and like whatever, like what do you think separated you from like an average goose caller or a shitty goose caller to being like, okay, I can definitely hold my own with these people. Um, just understand when I, when I finally understood like pitches, um, I guess like just the, you do, you need to understand the range of a goose call, mm-hmm. understanding the range of the goose call and like what each, um, level of sound like you know means like i mean the lower you go i mean tends to be like aggressive and more um just like goosier bigger you know what i mean and then the higher you go it sounds more excited whatever you know just everything has a meaning and so once you understand like the meaning behind that and you can learn to put that together it just makes it all one so you mean the meaning of the note that you're doing and yeah what it like does the note the i mean like yeah I, I feel like i mean the how you how you portray the sound. I mean, you can have like a moan, but like a higher moan means something else, you know, just like the range of the everything. Sure. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so there's, there's two different ways I could take that. And that's why I'm asking. So me personally, I found out that when I could f- do a high cluck, low cluck and a medium level cluck, that's when I felt like I can sound like more geese. Yeah. And exactly. so when the- you sang this note means that that means that Yeah. there's two different ways of taking that, yeah, you know, so like, so like you- which one is it? So like I mean I mean it, the notes each note is different obviously but um I just I don't know I don't know you don't know no you haven't thought about it too much no mm. caught me off guard here I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that I'm thinking really hard about this now <laughs> just don't get hard and I think we'll be okay <laughs> Joey you're so weird <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect dude you come into my basement onto our podcast and you expect me not to be a little weird. 
I just want to know what goes through your mind in a day. That's like all I want to know. Dude, I they've been trying to figure that out for a really long time. <laughs> Everyone in my life has been trying to figure that out for Connor, help me out here. You know me for a long time. Cal's known me for a shitload of a time. Mm-hmm. You know? What do you think is going through my mind on a daily basis? Um f- either far too much or far too little. <laughs> yeah, I actually completely agree with that statement. <laughs> 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 for sure. For sure. You know what's going through my mind all the time, dude? Remember that little monkey with the symbols in his hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And That's then just like whatever whatever like thoughts could come out between the claps of the monkey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what's going through your mind. <laughs> that's all that's going through my mind though. Come on. Come on. Come All right, here. I want to hear I want to hear you guys' craziest hunting stories, right? Yes. And, like, it doesn't have to be, like, the best hunt you were ever on. Like, Derek Helms told us a story about, uh, God, what was that? It was pooping about... Pooping in his waders. Yeah. <laughs> he told us a pooping in his waders story. He also told us a story about he was hunting one time, and some, out of nowhere, it was, like, four in the morning, and they hear, like, a blood-curdling scream from, like, some trailer house down the road, and they're f- super freaked out. So, like, any, what's the craziest story? God, Colby, you got one. Do you mean like together or like separate? No, 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 separate. Either one, together or separate. Do we have one together? Do we have one together? I don't know. I don't have like any particular one in my my head right now. A crazy story. Do you got one, Cal? So we can kind of go off it a little bit, you know. We've like all we've all told different crazy stories, but you know, like the 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 story that i was telling you about like the Derek helm story like that's you know kind of something to go off of but like they literally pulled up to the boat launch at like four in the morning and they knew there was like this house right that was like down the road in the middle of the woods like people either didn't live there or it was abandoned or whatever and then out of nowhere they're like putting their boat in and they hear like a blood like a lady dying like like a hundred oh, yards up and they were like oh no we gotta get in the water and get the hell out of here so they didn't even like go check it out they just got in their boat and left uh oh, gosh i don't know is that something to go off for you guys yeah well another one is i was a kid in a septic tank that they converted into a pit it, it had never been used they cut the top of the septic tank off and they put it in the ground yeah and uh one of the gun holders broke gun fell shot and pellets ricocheted into the pit and hit everyone so, like, that's a crazy story for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You guys got some pretty good ones. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just, like, it can be, like, we shot 22 bands one hunt. We, you know, whatever. Gosh. Don't think too hard about it. <laughs> of course we're thinking too hard you know, about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys just talked one about, time, like, a, a woman screaming and then a bunch of babies <laughs> ricocheting. Yeah. It's kind of hard to one top One time that. Cole was hunting, and uh, they seen this banded goose come down out of the sky. 15 yards, this thing flutters right in front of Cole's face. That's a pretty crazy one right there. He shoots at it three times, unloads his gun, goose flies away. Yeah, that was a bad one right there. That was embarrassing, and uh, it was floating there too, so it's... uh, It can even be one of your guys' North Dakota hunts in detail. You know, like when you guys are hunting with your dad. Okay, we'll go off like the 65 bird day or whatever. When we So when we got up to North Dakota originally, uh, Colby and I went up a day before everybody else... And we, um, we were just going up there for mallards because my dad and his buddies love shooting mallards and they shoot a lot of them. And so we went up there for mallards originally. Colby and I didn't even have, we didn't have decoys for the first like two days. Um, and, uh, was that funny, Joey? It 
It was funny. I, I love how you're hunting and you don't have decoys. Well, we were we were up there to scout originally before my dad and those guys got oh, there because sure. we came from Nebraska and they had my trailer back in Minnesota. Sure. We well, drove day over. one. Day one, Colby and I find this massive speck feed because there the migration had barely even started and we were on the Canada border and there, the mallard migration hadn't even started out of Canada yet and we didn't see any honkers. We saw like one feed of thirty honkers or something. So we're, the like, whole time we're like, oh, shit, what do we do? The whole time we were in North Dakota, there was no Canadian geese. Mm-mm. There was zero. After early goose season. That's what we were after, bad. and there was nothing. But, um, so yeah, we didn't have decoys, and we found this massive speck feed that I had gotten permission on. And so we called my buddies from the cities, and they drove, like, 12 hours overnight with my trailer to get to the field at, like, 6, which was, like, 30 minutes before we had to set up to shoot. And... So we're scrambling. We only have mallard decoys and honker decoys, and we're hunting specs. We don't have any spec calls. Like, I mean, it's it was a shit show, but we lay out, like, we put out probably, like, 40, 50 dozen decoys and of full-body mallards, full-body honkers, silhouettes, anything we could find. Just any, just, it was a sunny morning, so, I mean, we yeah. had, like, the sun in our favor, so it just made it, like, and, a silhouette shadow. And, but so. none of us had really targeted specs before. So we went into this hunt kind of, like, like what the hell we 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 know what we're doing with other species but we'll just kind of do this and see what happens and so the first like two birds come and they're just two specks with like perfect and out of out of fucking nowhere there's this hawk that yeah. comes out grabs or spins upside down grabs a speck flips back around lets it go and that speck is like dazed and confused comes right into us and we smack that and it and it's buddy but then after that, it was like we had thousands of specs on top of us, like nonstop. Yeah, it, and, was, it was just. I mean, we shot our limit. We just shot our limit like that. Yeah, and we're like, that was. I mean, granted, we only had like fourteen birds to kill, but yeah, twelve birds. I think it was. Yeah, still though, like I mean, how often I mean, are you shooting specs? Like, yeah, no, yeah, never. and yeah. especially over mallards and honker decoys. And then the same thing happened. We only. I mean, that's all we brought with us, and so. Um, we found this big snow speck feed. Then there were some mallards. What but time of year is this? This was like late October. Wow. So, I mean, and that was on the Canada border and the migration. Nobody had even seen it over there yet. Um, <clears throat> so we're like, we're screwed. I mean, we we're, we have no decoys for any of this yeah. stuff. We have like nine guys that we, we're, we're hunting like, with we're, now. Was my dad and his buddies got there. But, uh, I mean, that's the field that Colby and I had slept in. And at the end of the day, we laid out our honker decoys or duck decoys and we shot like 60 70 whatever it was specks snows and uh mallards and so and well we were happy with the hunt we shot like 40 or maybe 35 specks and snows and we're like all right we're probably pretty close to being done but then all, all of a sudden like noon hit and you had it was mallards. like a light flurry yeah. of like snow it was just like perfect wind conditions it it, the, it the weather like- switched like that and migrating mallards started just dumping in from mm. the heavens it was just it was, I mean, we weren't expecting that at all. We were expecting no. a few ducks, you know, like yeah. maybe like three groups max. Like, mm-hmm. And then it was just out of nowhere. These ducks were just coming down straight from the heavens, just dropping, like yeah. balled up, like one pass. Like it was oh not, my God. it was not. And so Cole I, can't I, even duck call is what you're no, saying. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I can quack and do a feeder chuckle, but nothing special. Watch our videos, done. dude. We'll teach you a thing or two. I know. I need to. Yeah. And then you got like a bunch of specs working into the mix. Yeah. There was a bunch of specs. That was that's so cool, dude. It was it was super fun. An experience with my dad and his buddies. I mean, that was the best hunt oh. I've had with those guys in a while. So that was fun. You got to love that. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. Well, and you're in an area that you've never been before. 
No, we've been there before. Oh, you've been in that area of North Dakota? Yeah. Which is we've, so far from where most people from the Midwest go in North Dakota. And yeah, and that's like the big reason, like why my dad and his buddies like going out there. And I love it too, because now we know a bunch of landowners out there and sure. and uh, know kind of where to go, where, where the birds move and whatnot. So it's nice going out there, kind of. That's where I first shot my first duck. So really going back out there, hopefully every year, every other year, sometimes it's, it's nice. So that's cool, man. So it's kind of like a tradition for you. Yep. Who started that then? Was that your dad and his buddies that decided to go that far West? Yeah, they've been, they've been going out there for like, I don't know, probably 30 years, probably over than that. And, uh, their buddies from Illinois, I think it is bought a duck shack up in, um, this small town in North Dakota, this old oil town, um, for dirt cheap. Yeah. And, uh, now, I mean, all those guys have been going there for years and years now. And, um, I guess that whole area has kind of been where those guys have hunted for the past however many years. And now I've started to hunt that area and I've hunted pretty much the whole entire state of North Dakota. So yeah. it's, it's nice being able to kind of know my way around that state. Just kind of how, how the hunting goes with being able to hunt not posted properties. But obviously I always like to talk to the farmer first, just make sure it's okay. We're going out there and whatnot. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Especially everything yeah. going on in North Dakota right now. They're talking about changing the posted laws and all yeah. this and that. And it's like, you don't really know exactly what you can and can't hunt anymore. Yeah. Right. And it's for the most area. part, those farmers are super nice about it. I mean, they know the rules and I mean, if they really cared about it, they'd probably post their ground. And even a lot of guys that post their ground, they're completely fine with it. If you go up to the door and you talk to them and for the most part, North Dakota's Really good area. They're good people. Yeah, super good. Salt of the earth, man. Yeah. Is that your favorite, like, state that you hunt or that you have hunted? Yeah, either South Dakota or Arkansas. Arkansas was super cool. It was a cool area. You mean to North go Dakota? To. Or, yeah, North Dakota. North yeah. Dakota and Arkansas. Probably North Dakota. What'd though. you do in Arkansas? I just went down there to guide for snow geese. Okay. So it was, it was, I mean, I've never been there before and it was a really cool area to get used to and whatnot. And landowners down there are honestly some of the nicest people i've ever met so yeah it was a cool experience yeah that definitely makes a big difference you know like being able to get on land or feeling like you have a chance yeah that does make it brings your spirits higher you yeah, know like exactly. no matter what it makes you feel like it's worth it to go mm-hmm. down yeah exactly yeah what's like bucket list for you guys in terms of like being somewhere to hunt like is there a place that you really want to go hunt i want to go shoot lessers in oklahoma bad it's tough it's tough, dude. It depends on where you go in Oklahoma and what time of the year, mm-hmm. for sure, because I was guiding down there for two weeks at Seward mm-hmm. Ranch, and, man, we got our ass kicked by those geese. I want to I be on a good lesser hunt because we've tried, I mean, when I was with Jay in uh, Nebraska this year, we tried hunting those lessers, and, I mean, they're hard birds to hunt. Yeah. They're really hard birds to hunt. So experiencing a good hunt down there with, I mean, a big pile of, of littles, that would be That'd be really cool because I know how hard they are to hunt, so it'd even be that much more rewarding. Yeah, I feel like I feel like lessers are very like regional. Like they they have it. I mean, uh, like when we hunt them in Nebraska, they just don't work the same as they would like it, in Oklahoma or Texas. Yeah. So, I think it's how long they're staging there too. Because I've we've hunted Kansas a couple times, and then this year I hunted it five times with Bobby, and every time we hunted those lessers, we absolutely spanked them mm-hmm. i mean spanked them bad where it's like okay we're done stop shooting like we purposely stop short of our limit it's like because we don't want to go over because mm-hmm. you know when you shoot into a flock of a hundred yeah and like it's like okay who doesn't have their birds and everyone's like oh i don't know <laughs> you know it's like okay we're gonna stop six short mm-hmm. you know like that's it that's the last flock and we when we count at the end we're six short but it's like 
we could have easily punched our limit. Oh, yeah. So, it's fun. Kansas is where you should be shooting lessers, for sure. Oklahoma is hit or miss. Mm -hmm. From what I've heard and what I've seen and what I've done, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma is tough. So, um, Coastal Wings pounds them pretty good, which is an hour west. It's in Frederick, Oklahoma. That's an hour west of where I was, and I was in Warica, Oklahoma, and we had a lesser feed of 1,500 for three days. They are eating this field out pretty good. And then the day we hunted, we had 55 dozen decoys out, perfect spread, perfect, I mean, perfect hide. And these geese were just like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think we shot four geese and four widgeon. It was just like, how did they not just come in? Like they were just hovering at 120 yards, Mm -hmm. and they were just like, hit that just hook in just hook in they're just like nah and they just hook out and it's like fuck stressful oh it pissed me off. and we're guiding yeah these clients are like what's happening yeah like, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like we've like saved this field for you and we are exactly where they want to be we we set our decoys exactly like they were and we have a 20 yard kill hole and it's just like damn it so yeah. i don't know but it's like other parts of the state, they whack them. Stillwater, Oklahoma's great place to waterfowl hunt. Uh, Blue Stem Waterfowl. Have you ever heard of them? They're a guide service there. Oh, yeah. They I think pound them, dude. They, they're crazy down there. Yeah. Crazy. Well, they they were north of where I was. They're about two hours north of where I was in Oklahoma. So, or or what are you giving no, me that no, face I'm for? Just, geez, oh. I was referencing Nebraska. Oh, oh, sure, sure. So, Well, everything's south of yeah. us, so it's just yeah. like south. South, yeah, south. That's fine. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But you know where I really want to go kill birds is in New Zealand. I want to go kill hawkers oh, in yeah. New Zealand. Oh, my God. That looks oh, sick. Yeah. Like, I would do anything. Yep. No, I'm dying to go hunt with Jeff Irvine. Yeah. That's that's exactly who I was yeah, thinking about. You, well, and he shoots geese where they film Lord of the Rings. I didn't that's, know that. That's where they film Lord of the Rings, like those mountains. Like, okay, first of all, <laughs> L-O-T-R, Lord of the Rings. I didn't realize that was the abbreviation for like eight years. People are using it on L-O-T-R, L-O-T-R. I'm like, what the fuck is L-O-T-R? But- <laughs> They like that's where they film like all those walking scenes where they're like oh Frederick or whatever their names are what are their names in the in the, <laughs> in the Hobbit and the Hobbit yeah Frederick oh, Frodo <laughs> Bilbo <laughs> Bilbo Baggins oh Bilbo Baggins God. and Frodo like, Frederick oh. oh Frederick oh it's just like whatever whatever first name hit your head <laughs> Frederick uh, no Frodo Bilbo Baggins we're gonna walk for eighteen minutes of this movie. And we're going to go walking through this little uh, mountain range here. And we're going to go and we're going to walk. And there's going to be a shitload of Canada geese running through here. (laughs) And now we've got to clear them out. (laughs) That's pretty good, Cal. Thanks, man. We're going to clear out this Canada geese and we're going to just shit them right in the mouth. That's kind of Australian, right? Yeah, now you're getting They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, basically sound Australian. Yeah, that's right. I get those confused. I mean, they're, they're both colonized from england back in the day so who knows who knows but um no i'm dying to go over there colby yeah. and shoot geese with jeff irvine because yeah. he seems first of all he seems like the coolest yeah. dude ever yeah. and then one of the best goose callers in the world right now hunter morrow hunts with him all the time i didn't know that he's uh he's placed twice he, i think he's been in the top three the last like three years two years in world goose before covid mm-hmm. like he dude that guy can rip a goose call and also rip a duck call. And they have weird-ass ducks over there, too. You can shoot black swans. and Those like It's, it's yeah. fucking cool, dude. Paradise ducks. They're like shell. They're considered shell ducks. What is that? 
What is that? You know what a shell duck is? Nope. No, me neither. Sounds like a Pokemon. Isn't shell duck a Pokemon? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, probably is. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is a Pokemon. Poke, a little Poke world here. No, we're not going to get into Pokemon no, because that can't. would be a whole separate podcast. Yeah, it would. But it would. Well, thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Looking forward to having you back. Looking forward to shooting a turkey, dude. Let's do it. Let's talk, man. Let's do it. Minnesota. I'd love to do that. I won't, but go ahead. Yeah. Come on, Joey. I'm down. No, I'm I'll coming. join you. Yeah, Connor can come. So you, I'm you're joining. just going to be the only one left out? I guess. Joey come on, care. Joey. He doesn't care, dude. He'll be shooting pigeons that day with Matt Rust. That's dad, probably. True. I'll be shooting pigeons, dude. Yeah. No, I'm going to fill funny. up my lanyard with pigeon bands. You just watch. <laughs> you just watch. Well, thank you guys for listening. Check us out on all of our channels, YouTube, Instagram, and we will see you soon.